rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi, this is Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And this is Royally Obsessed, where each week we start chatting about all the royal happenings of the British royal family. Follow Royally Obsessed on social media uh, at Royally Obsessed Podcast on Instagram and Royally Obsessed on Facebook. So this week, what I'm, I personally, and I hope you too, are very excited to talk about <laughs> is the Lifetime movie trailer, teaser teaser trailer for uh, Meghan and Harry's story. It's like teaser trailer gift to the world. It is a huge gift to the world. Um, Meghan Markle's kidnapping. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Talk about a teaser. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. And some jealousy from Camilla and Charles. Oh, my uh, first, we'd like to celebrate this week in royal history. March 18th, 1986 is the engagement of Prince Andrew, Prince Charles' little brother, to Sarah Ferguson. That was the day it was announced by Buckingham Palace. Why all the fuss about Andrew and Sarah Ferguson? Well, in England, it is the event of the year and a boost for London's tourist trade. So this is a bit before either of our times. So what do you retain about Andrew and Sarah Ferguson? Well, it did not end well. Did not end well. They got a divorce and it was super scandalous. Mm -hmm. We think it was before the Charles Diana divorce. I think so. We're pretty sure it was. Um, They had two daughters, Mm -hmm. one of whom is engaged. The other one who recently broke up with her long-term boyfriend who is friends with Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) Yes. So they had their scandal of the early 90s, and they paved the way for their not-as-scandalous daughters, but they gave us just enough. Yeah, and Fergie went on to work with Jenny Craig. Yes. And that's all I know about her. (laughs) She has very red hair. She has very red hair. Her daughters have slightly less red hair, but it's still a little gingy. And, yeah, I remember her being a big punchline of the 90s. Yes. For, like, all the typical terrible reasons, like making fun of her appearance. Do you think you get a harder time from the tabloids than other famous people get? I mean, I had my whole life as a microscope. And, you know, it was just a very, very seriously cruel act, which which broke my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, really lovely. And so I grew up uh, hearing about Fergie and Diana. And Mm so I remember when, like, the singer Fergie came out, Mm -hmm. I was very confused because... Just my first reaction was, what? What's she doing? Yes. But it was a different Fergie. That's actually an amazing point. I completely forgot that really Fergie, as in Black Eyed Peas Fergie, capitalized off of Sarah Ferguson's fame in like a hilarious kind of way. Like remember her first solo album, or the only solo album, was called The Duchess, but misspelled, which was deeply upsetting to me at the time. And now. That just kind of seems like copyright infringement, but I don't know if like the royals have a copyright on their identities. Yeah. Maybe that's why she spelled it wrong, to get around that. Oh. It was, again, the Fergie album, which I highly recommend a little like Spotify spin, because it, it had some bangers, is The Duchess, D-U-T-C-H-E-S-S. Is that the one with the humps? I think so. London Bridge. Again, a whole Britishy theme. Wow. I know. And like only 15 years after Sarah Ferguson was and- in the news. Because everything comes full circle, mm-hmm. other Fergie, the singer, is mm-hmm. also getting divorced. She is getting divorced. So it all makes sense. They made a really cute baby, though. 
Axel. Axel. I follow both Fergie and Josh on Instagram just so I can see little peaks of Axel occasionally because otherwise Fergie is just does not do much for me these days. But she made a cute baby. That's nice. She's released Josh Dumal back into the wild. And isn't he the ambassador for North Dakota now? That is an excellent fun fact. I did not know that. Because he's from there, so I'm pretty sure he became the ambassador, so. There's so much history and culture of my home state, and I love sharing it. Find my favorite places to visit at NorthDakotaLegendary.com. Oh, what are Josh and Fergie doing that he is, he had an acting career once. In that show about Las Vegas. I think it was called Las Vegas. That's the one. And now he's the ambassador to North Dakota, for North Dakota. That's cute. Which is kind of royal in a way. (laughs) It is. It is. Uh, So can you please, please tell me about the Meghan Markle kidnapping as well? Because I just think Meghan Markle kidnapping should be a much bigger headline. Like step aside Stormy Daniels. We have a Meghan Markle kidnapping. Yes. And luckily it was a fake kidnapping. So... Uh, no need to call 911, or I think mm-hmm. in the UK it's 999. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Helpful. But um, basically, all members of the royal family have to go through um, security training. It's kind of like what you do in the event of a terrorist attack. And so she had a two day training mm-hmm. and she was kidnapped by elite army forces, and they had live ammo around her so she could get used to gunfire. And they had to teach her survival tactics. like how to get out of a difficult situation because they said trying to escape is not very effective. You're basically going to die. So they taught her how to like befriend her captors and get them to see her as a person. That is so scary. Yeah. And so now if anyone tries to kidnap her, they're like out of luck. She's going to be doing just fine. Wow. I mean, I guess, I guess it should be obvious that of course they're in danger and they're always around crowds, but I don't think I've ever considered that, like, William and Harry, from a young age, like, seven-year-old Prince William is getting training about how he might die. Like, that's really scary for a kid. Yeah, that is really scary. And poor little George and Charlotte are probably dealing with that. So, I mean, I'm I'm sad for – it's unfortunate that Meghan had to go through with it, but it just made me once again realize how intense it must be to be a royal. Yeah, but with Meghan, I think she's, like – you know, she's an actress. She's good mm-hmm. at playing a role. So she probably went into it like, I'm ready to get kidnapped. Here I am. I'm going to do my best victim slash survivor role. Yeah. Two days of that, though. And learning how to sweet talk your captors. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Again, the acting, I think, would come into play there. But she also has a very calming voice. Mm-hmm. So if I, for instance, kidnapped her, mm-hmm. she would definitely be able to sweet talk me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that, though. I know. I to mean, hang out. Yeah, like go take her shopping. Like, hey, Megan, let's go to the mall. Yeah. Like, please just follow along. Like, chug um, this wine. Yeah. <laughs> chug this wine and watch TV with me. You have to. But I just, I also think there's something about this that reads like pledging a sorority, you know? Like, did she know it was coming or did they truly like wake her up in the middle of the night? And they're like, surprise, you're gagged. Like in Jawbreaker. I'm confident that she knew it was coming because Diana went through the same. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Kate went through the same. So it's just kind of what you do. And also, I don't know, I deal with like two days of being fake tortured for like a lifetime of riches and royalty and And being Meghan Markle. Yeah. Like I'm sure Prince Harry made her a roast chicken afterwards, as we know he likes to do, when he comforted her and like opened a bottle of wine. It's a standard 
typical night it's for a us. Cozy night. It was what we're doing, just roasting chicken roasting and having chicken. <laughs> trying to roast chicken. <laughs> trying to roast the chicken. They probably went back to Botswana on a really relaxing <laughs> vacation. You know, so she's fine. You know, like yeah. it's no one really wants to hear gunfire, especially no. given everything that's going on. But Megan's all right. Yeah. It also, yeah, it weirds me out to think of Kate Middleton going through this too because she's just so proper. I don't like the idea of her being frightened at all. I know. I feel like she'd be like, excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm so afraid. <laughs> yeah. And then Megan would just go full on actress and like yeah. method and just embrace the role. Yeah. It just, it sounds like one of those uh, trainings that women do occasionally, like self-defense courses. Yes. My name is Rex. And if you study with my eight-week program, you will learn a system of self-defense that I developed over two seasons of fighting in the octagon. It's called Rex Kwando. And like that's what it was. They taught yeah. her how to survive and how to deal with everything. And I, I'm glad that she's trained because I want nothing but the best for her. She's my best friend in the world. You're my best friend. That's it. You're my best friend. <laughs> so I just want her to be fine. Oh, that's amazing. Poor Megan, the things she's gone through. Um, one of the other things she's going through right now, as we're all going through it, is the Lifetime movie about her life and her sex life that's coming out right before her wedding. Mm-hmm. Now, again, she signed up for some wacky stuff here um, by getting married to the British royals, but a Lifetime movie about your existence and about your flirtations with your boyfriend. Yikes. Well, when I saw the trailer, I watched it like several times over because <laughs> it just seems so nice. There's like these grand shots of mm-hmm. Africa and they're in bed and they're cuddling and mm-hmm. they look like they're so happy. Tell me something real. There goes my heart. I don't need my life to be this perfect royal picture. I just need you. Because you are the reason. He's just professing that he wants her, mm-hmm. not in a sexual way, just in a love way. Yeah. And it just seems really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really was expecting it to be cheesy, and I'm absolutely sure it will be cheesy, and I look forward to watching it because of that reason, but I was swept away for those 20 seconds that this teaser trailer aired for because, it, yeah, it seemed really actually romantic, and the couple playing them seemed like pretty good doubles, and I'm kind of convinced. I think Lifetime got me this time. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again and again and again. If I had like a digital recorder, I would record it, but I'm just going to watch it online using my brother's girlfriend's parents' password. (laughs) I really want a fall GIF or GIF, depending on how you personally feel about that, rundown. That seems like something that New York Mag would have done. Did they? Like I that because I need that. I did not do that. Like GIF moments from that teeny tiny trailer. Um, excuse me while I go work yeah. on this. Do some <laughs> right up the pitch. Um, I need, cause I need that. I mean, I guess when we get a longer trailer in like a month, that will also provide the opportunities. And of course, when the thing actually airs. I just want to see a monologue in which she's talking about how she can't believe she's a real life princess. Yeah. And I want to see the reaction to her being American yeah. and jokes about her being American. Cause I assume there's like lots of jabs at the Americanness yeah. of Meghan Markle. Yeah. And the training, the sort of, uh, you know, we talked about the kidnapping, but her her sort of princess training, you know, like yes. I, I imagine it like the Princess Diaries, the Anne Hathaway classic. I am queen of Genovia. Whoa, whoa. And you are princess. Shut up. Where she's like learning to sit with her legs together and where to put her hands in her lap and... That's a real thing that they have to do. So I hope that's all a part of it. 
I hope it is the Princess Diaries part <laughs> three because I think there was at least one sequel for the Anne Hathaway classic. And they take a trip to Genovia just yeah. like in the Princess Diaries. Yeah. Like maybe we'll see the, you know. So here are some scenes I want to see in the Lifetime movie. Her meeting the queen and the corgis. Yes. That's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're meeting at the gala. Of course, they're Botswana trip. The proposal we know is happening from the teaser trailer. Um, I would personally love to see Pippa Middleton's wedding reception. Because mm-hmm. you remember that all the coverage around Pippa Middleton's wedding and mm-hmm. whether or not Harry was going to bring her. And he only brought her to the reception because he didn't want her to upstage Pippa. Interesting. Yeah. What, a, what a guy. You're swell. He's such a great guy. Like, he had that love shield where he told the press to back off her. Yeah. And I don't know. A love shield. Is that what it was actually called? No. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's from Leaning Gossip. Okay. The One of the best mm-hmm. royal gossip it sources. It really is. And so I'm pretty sure that's what she calls it. It's the love shield. That's really cute. I mean, that was a big moment because, A, he admitted that he was dating her, which mm-hmm. he had never done before with any girlfriend and certainly not with Megan. And it was definitely a precursor to – it showed how serious he was and that they were probably going to be getting engaged in the next couple of months. Yeah, and then when she did the Vanity Fair interview and she talked about how she knew that one day they were going to have to present themselves in their stories. So mm-hmm. you knew it was definitely coming. Yeah. Those rollouts are always fascinating to me. Like, don't go to Pippa's, but give an interview to Vanity Fair for, you know, 5,000 words. Like, that's crazy to me. But it's like she wants attention, but not too much. Yeah. Just like the cover of a magazine, but not like attending a wedding. Where she looks amazing. Um, Or again, because it would have been rude to upstage Pippa. Yeah. That's just bad. And then after the wedding, Pippa kind of like – floated off into her married mm-hmm. life, and now all that I know about her is that I see her biking around London in Daily Mail pics. Yeah. Often. But otherwise, she's, like, off the radar. Yeah. So, yeah, these are – this is my my shot list for the Lifetime movie. And do you think that they'll be watching it? Do you think Meghan and Harry will, like, buy a bottle of wine and laugh their butts off the night that it airs? I think they definitely will. I think the rest of the royal family probably won't be too keen on that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Megan has talked a lot about how she likes to drink wine and hang out with her girlfriends. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident she's down for some Lifetime movies. Yeah. And I think if you can have a sense of humor about it and just see, hey, this isn't actually accurate, but this is really nice. And I love Lifetime and it's incredibly dramatic. Yeah. I mean, I think she's been in Lifetime movies. No? She's been in Hallmark movies. That's what it is. Several Hallmark Channel movies. <laughs> I've seen some, like, tr- true and accurate and real things that she made, but these terribly photoshopped or terribly designed movie, sort of movie posters, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, of those Hallmark movies that she made. And just, wow. <laughs> it's really just a reminder that we would not be talking about Meghan Markle if she were not engaged to Prince Harry. I know, because who else do you know that's in Suits? Yeah. Other than Troy and Belisario's husband, Troy and from Pretty Little Lies. <laughs> can you imagine being, uh, I mean, sorry, Suits guy, but can you imagine being the girl from Pretty Little Liars' husband? That That's the, that's what makes you the most famous person on a show. On a show, on a TV show. Yeah, and their wedding was really interesting. They had teepees and camped out. And- of course they did. I mean, I believe teepees. It was some sort of a yeah. camping. Coachella-y. It was very Coachella-y. Mm-hmm. It was like Coachella the wedding. Mm-hmm. And Megan didn't attend. And at the time, I remember people were like, we don't know if she's not attending because 
she doesn't want to upstage them or maybe uh-huh. she just wasn't invited. But yeah. everyone else from Suits went. Oh. So I'm pretty sure she just didn't want to upstage them. Or maybe being royal is just the best excuse to get out of doing truly, things. Truly, truly. I'm royal. Like, I'm so sorry. I can't go to this event. I'm too royal. I'm too royal. I didn't get permission from the queen of the commonwealth. Yeah. Um, and I'm too famous and pretty and I'll upstage you at your own wedding. Yeah. So pretty I'm going to start, I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I can't go out for drinks tonight. I need to be home and be royal by myself. Yeah. I haven't gotten permission from the queen. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like it. And also, I wanted to ask you, because I think you mentioned that you've seen the first Lifetime movie. Yes. So, of course, the exact same thing seven years ago, right before Kate and William got married, Lifetime did a movie about them that aired the same week of their wedding. So how was that masterpiece? Prince William starts his university life in St. Andrews. This is the kind of thing your mother would have wanted for you. Have fun. Every girl on campus is dying to meet you. Royals only marry royals. He's just a guy. Kate Middleton. William Wales. Yes, I know who you are. You'll never go out. She's right. I'm the girl he hangs out with, not the girl he brings home. Nothing will come between us. I promise. I love you. I love you too. I think it was truly amazing. The acting was exactly what you would expect from Lifetime. I, it's been a while since I've seen it, although I know I did see it more than once, mm-hmm. embarrassingly. But the thing I remember most from it is that the woman who played Kate Middleton went on to star in Grey's Anatomy as Dr. Joe Wilson, huh. the doctor who had to change her name because she had an abusive husband. And then he came back to the show and then he got hit by a car and died. Wow. Spoiler alert for someone who's on season eight and a half. Oh. Though that's, of course, listen, <laughs> listen. That puts me six years behind, so I'm slowly getting, I'm getting there. I'm pretty sure all you got to know on Grey's Anatomy is that everyone dies and it's all a lie. Why, God, why? Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's been true in my experience. But so the Lifetime movie can really move a girl's career along. Yeah, so maybe the actors from this one will go on to star in a Shonda Rhimes drama. Probably. Like, they would be so lucky, honestly. <laughs> They would be so lucky, but also Shonda kills so many characters. There's always room for more. There's You always have to work in new. I mean, two people are leaving Grey's Anatomy this season, so there's space. Yes, definitely. There's always more stuff. So while we're still on the Meghan Markle train, the only train that exists. My favorite train. Here at Royally Obsessed. um, Can you tell us about the royal wardrobe? I mean, of course, every week this will be a theme here for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime Meghan Markle goes outside, we have to talk about what she wore. It's not super feminist, but it's just the way it is. I mean, I talk about what everyone wears all the time. That's true. Often behind their backs, so but at least now I'm doing it in a way <laughs> that she can, you know, hopefully listen and participate and then hang out with me. And then, bam, I'm invited to her wedding and the <laughs> godmother like to her child just and stuff like, like that. But – um. So, yeah, with Megan, her fashion is really refreshing because Kate is a lot more conservative. And Megan, you can see these, like, hints of, like, true style mm-hmm. and a little bit of edge also with conservative notes to it. But there's been some stuff coming out this week about – or last week. Sorry. There's been some stuff coming out last week about how she actually gets her clothes. Mm-hmm. And so for Kate, what she does is she has an assistant, mm-hmm. Natasha Archer, who – will go and 
let a designer know that Kate is interested in certain outfits for certain occasions, or maybe she's just interested in like their entire line. And then they send everything over to Kate at the palace. Mm -hmm. And then Kate goes through and like decides what she wants and what she doesn't. And then anything she chooses to keep, she has to pay for because the royal family is not allowed to to accept free clothes. Interesting. So I remember when Kim Kardashian was making a clothing line a few years ago, she said she was sending everything over to Kate Middleton. A friend of the Kardashian family is saying that when Kim and her sisters go to London, they will be taping the show for E. And that Kim really loves London and that she's obsessed with, get this, Kate Middleton. She actually wants to meet her and have it all on camera. But of course we know that the palace will most likely not allow that. Kate didn't accept any of it. Right. So just right. because of that, obviously, yeah. she would have, she would she never would. Have, like offend the American royal family. Otherwise, she would obviously warn whatever Kim Kardashian was sending her. Completely. <laughs> so for Meghan, she doesn't, she does have a royal, a royal aide now, but she doesn't get that sweet, sweet royal money yet because she's mm -hmm. not technically royal. So Prince Charles, he makes like 28 million a year. That's just kind of his salary. Mm -hmm. And he distributes it to his kids. And that's who, like, that's how they pay for the clothes and expenses. Okay. And so when Meghan gets married, she will get that money. She'll get access to some of that. But right now she has to pay for it herself. So she is just like us, except she has a net worth of five million and her boyfriend, I'm sorry, fiance mm -hmm. is worth 25 million. Right. Just, just like us. Yeah. Again, the logistics of that are fascinating to me because naturally she's not exactly a school teacher. Like she has, she got suits money. Mm -hmm. So she can, she has money to pay for designer clothes for herself, but or the idea that, well, first of all, I'm very into the idea that William and Harry get allowances from their dad yeah. in their 30s. You need some money? No, Dad. Um, but maybe I saw some speculation that, of course, that Harry is picking up the check for his girlfriend's outfits the way he would pay for a date. He's like, okay, well, you're out with me, so I'm going to buy your Alexander McQueen dress, you know? I honestly would like that to happen in my own life. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. So someone pay else for wants my to cocktails pay. and also please pay for my insanely expensive fascinator or custom made beret. So in their engagement photo shoots, those incredible pictures. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. In one of them or in a few of the shots, she's wearing this extraordinary Ralph and Rousseau mm -hmm. um, ball gown that's worth, I think, like 78 to, mm -hmm. or it's in the 70s mm -hmm. of thousands. So mm -hmm. 78,000 ish. And, um, on Lainey Gossip, I saw that she said, Lainey said that basically knowing this means that like Megan either paid for the gown or she had it herself or like maybe she was able to borrow it for the day. But basically it's probably hanging in her closet somewhere. Wow. Or maybe it was a romantic gift from Harry. I mean, that is a freaking romantic gift. Although I'm pretty sure that happened in Sex and the City where the Russian artist bought Carrie. Oscar a, de la Renta dress, the pink one. And then he slapped her. Yes, he did. He so. did. So that's how that works. <laughs> so don't accept dresses from men, from random Russian old guys. Alexander Petrovsky. Yeah, that's a good rule of thumb, I think. I still yeah. liked that episode. And you know what? I'd still like an Oscar de la Renta dress given to me by a boyfriend. I'm okay with it, you know? Yeah. Now I'd I think push of it, through the ethical me concerns. Too. <laughs> like, that's fine. I would actually just accept one from anyone. Like, someone on the street can just stop me and say, Lisa, please take this expensive gown. <laughs> yeah. All right. That seems, <laughs> that seems legit. Just where am I wearing it? I need a, an occasion. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, just the, the logistics of Meghan Markle's life will prevent, provide us with endless fodder because I just am mystified by that concept.
Yeah. I, um, she's just she's living that life. Yeah. Where her, her biggest concern is how to pay for her $78,000 dress. Like, which one of my millions do I use? Yeah. On a little bit of this dress. Ugh, this reminds me that we still don't know a designer for her dress, and we won't know it until, like, the second she steps out of the car. I heard maybe it's going to be Sarah Burton for Alexander McQueen again, just mm-hmm. like Kate had. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like Megan wouldn't want to do the same thing as Kate, you know? Yeah. Because that's that's just a bit much. Yeah. But also, she's really good friends with Roland Moray. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce that correctly? That seems right. Yeah. Seems French. So they're seems like Frenchy. super good friends. And I remember, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, some quotes of his came out where he's like, I can't talk about this. I mm. can't say anything. Mm-hmm. And he didn't deny it, so... He says so much without saying a word. Yeah, and in her former Instagram account, which she has now gotten rid of, Mm -hmm. she posted pictures with him, so maybe it's going to be him. But his name sounds French, Mm -hmm. so could they really do that in the British court? So much stuff they have to consider. I think it should just be Stella McCartney. Or maybe Victoria Beckham, because now she's best friends with Victoria Beckham. (sighs) I would love a Victoria Beckham wedding dress. I really would. Plus, if she's playing at their wedding a few yes. hours later, it would really cement the Spice Girls singing. Yes. I feel like this is going to be a very posh Spice affair. Yeah. Harry or William? Oh, you can't make me choose. With a little bit of Markle on the side. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that dress reveal. Very Same. exciting. Um, so meanwhile, speaking of queens and princesses, we have our, we have our old friend... Uh, Camilla and Charles are a bit in the news because there's a new book out that, you know, got a little, did some poking at Prince Charles. So there's rumors that, or the book claims that Charles is jealous of the attention that Kate and William got and that they're so much cooler and that people actually want them, that they want the royal bloodline to skip Charles or they want Charles to just sort of abdicate and let his son do it. I don't know if abdicate's the word. I think abdicate is if he became king and then gave it up. I think yeah. they just want him to go away. Yeah. Just like leave. It must feel so excellent when you are 70 years old and people are like, can you just die? Why won't you die? It's like your mom lived a lot longer than we thought yeah. and we don't like you. So can you not? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, can you not? (laughs) Can you just not? I mean, I really doubt that it'll happen. But, of course, William and Kate are very popular. But, I mean, how can you possibly feel? I think, like, people don't like Charles. Like, he was not very nice to Diana. He had this affair with the woman he eventually married, Camilla. Mm -hmm. And he just seems a bit, like, grouchy and not very friendly. But as we've seen in The Crown, he kind of had a rough go of it as a kid. So Yeah, I'm very grateful to The Crown for actually making Prince Charles a sympathetic figure uh, in my life. I'd mm-hmm. never really given him much of a thought, except, yes, he hurt Princess Diana's feelings, and that was enough for me. <laughs> but, yeah, The Crown showed there was a whole episode dedicated to how terrible Prince Charles' childhood was this past season and how he was abused um, in his childhood at his boarding school and how the other, I shouldn't say abused, the other boys were mean to him. And bullying. They were bullying and they threw him in cold water and all these things. And so you did actually feel bad for him. And I'm, I look forward to future seasons exploring that even more. Um, and the other, you know, the, I think his name is Peter Morgan, the guy who writes The Crown. Yes. He also wrote The Queen, 
the Helen Mirren movie. And that also goes into a bit about why Prince Charles, like it makes you more sympathetic toward Prince Charles. Yeah, I never thought that I would feel bad for him, but I kind of do. Yeah. But also, I still don't like him. <laughs> like, I feel bad for what he went through, but I wouldn't mind if he just went away. Yeah, or just stepped aside. Yeah, like, let Kate Middleton be the princess consort mm -hmm. or the fake queen or whatever her title <laughs> will be. And let William be king. He seems really nice and polite. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be great. Yeah. And then, of course, like that – so this book has spawned a lot of different stories, but one of them also is that Camilla's title will be actually queen um, as opposed to princess consort, which is the general assumption of what her title would be. Mm -hmm. Or I, I believe what they said once she got married, uh, once they officially got married, Camilla and Charles, that her title would be – it was decided that her title would be princess consort. And now there's discussion that it will be queen. But who decides this? I don't know. I don't get it. I think – the queen decides this, right? But she'll be dead by then, which makes me very upset to talk about, it, even though she's a thousand years old. Um, and yeah, I'm no, not it's, ready to talk about it. <laughs> it's up to Charles. So, I mean, he could call her queen of the universe, right? Like, it's really up to him. Hmm. So, if he wants to make her queen, I mean, I don't, I think he gets to do whatever he wants. Uh, I think he shouldn't, but I also don't want him to be king. So <laughs> so overall, we're just trying to get rid of Charles anyway, so we don't care what titles he chooses for himself or anyone else. Sorry, Charles. Sorry, Camilla, as I'm sure you're listening um, with hands clasped in horror. But that's just how we feel over here. Bye. <laughs> Sorry about that. Before we wrap up, we want to cover our highs and lows for the week when it comes to the Royals. So my high was obviously, as you guys could tell from today, the Lifetime movie trailer. That just made me so happy, and I have contributed to so many of those viewings on YouTube. My low was the William and Kate St. Patrick's Day celebration, not because they did anything wrong, but because poor Megan had to drink, or Megan, poor Kate Middleton. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, you really just keep getting run over. We have Megan on the brain. I always have Megan on the brain. Um, <laughs> so, no, I will give a moment to Kate Middleton that at St. Patrick's Day, she couldn't drink beer. You know, William was handed a gigantic Guinness and she got to have water. Womp. Sparkling water. Sparkling so water for the fancy. eight months pregnant lady. So that's my low. How about you? My high is an excerpt. Um, from another book that was published by Vanity Fair. And it was about um, the first days after uh, Harry and Meghan's relationship was revealed and how they hid out at their friend's place in Toronto. Mm. And my low is that I didn't get to go to the friend's place in Toronto <laughs> while they were there. I'm from Toronto. And I think it was very rude that I wasn't invited. I'm personally offended. <laughs> and I guess the only way to make it up to me is, you know, invite me to the wedding. It's really the only option. So, you know. Just organize the the invites over there, Markle. Yeah, or just invite me to your friend's house in Toronto. It's fine. That's an option as well. <laughs> so before we join the Royal Pod, um, let's we have some personal plugs, of course. So you can follow me, Caitlin, on Instagram at HeyKMens, or check out my writing at CaitlinMenza.com, and you can follow Lisa as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Lisa Raya, which is Lisa Ryan without the N. Mm. And you can check out my writing every day at The Cut. Excellent. And, of course, follow along on social media at Royally Obsessed Podcast on Instagram and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Until next week, 
God save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you enjoyed the podcast, do give us the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.